welcome to Plan and Empower the Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self-development. I'm so excited to have you here. Today, I am chatting all things nutrition, health, and wellness with Sinead Seo. But before we get into that, I'm going to give you a bit of a catch up on what I've been up to lately. Um, I've been in a really creative mindset lately, so I've had lots of like business ideas. Um, and I think I'm one of those people that I feel like I build lots and lots of ideas. So I need to now find some that I can take through to fruition and actually work all the way through. But that's the kind of person I am. So I'm... Um, doing lots of things and they're all in the background but I'm really excited for when they do get to come to the front and you actually get to see what they are. Um, along with the business front I have just bought a business laptop which I'm so excited about. Um, I bought a new model MacBook Pro um, and I cannot wait to start using it because at the moment I use my teaching laptop which is pretty stock standard laptop so I'm really looking forward to upgrading that. This week we had Josh's work site opening, which was really exciting. Um, if you don't know who I am, I, like personally, um, my fiance's name is Josh and he is an engineer and he's been working on this path for a few years now. So it was that opened up and it was super exciting to see all of his hard work come to and like a, a celebration really. It was a celebration of the success that he's had and just it was really cool to see. Um, my work other than business work is busy so I'm focusing a lot on R&R and just making sure that I'm getting that quality time with Josh I'm getting that quality time at home and I'm not putting too much pressure on myself to do above and beyond what I needed to do so a bit of that but other than that I'm super excited for you to hear this episode I hope you really enjoy me and Sinead chatting me and Sinead are longtime friends so I cannot wait for you to hear let me know what you think Today, I get the honor of interviewing a motivational and inspirational woman. She's a qualified PT and nutritionist and is a lifelong friend of mine. I'm grateful for what she brings into my life, and I felt it was time we shared this with the podcast community. Sinead, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Exciting. Exciting. Have you ever done anything like this? No. no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd know about it. Yeah, I would know about it. So this is exciting and lots of fun. Perfect. Uh, we've got a few questions that we're going to work our way through. Um, the first one. How has the journey been to get to where you are now? So basically, tell them who you are and and where you've come from to lead you to here. In a summary. Summary. Dusty. Um, well, born in Auckland. I didn't like Auckland. And now went to Dunners for uni. And that's where I met you, obviously. So we did first year uni together. Done nutrition together, which was fun. Um... And like kind of found my love for like fitness and stuff. We did that together actually. We did. In our second 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 semester of uni. We started a group fitness and that's when I kind of developed my passion for that. And I don't even know. What the journey like being what? <laughs> so you studied nutrition. Yes. And then you went in to do a masters? 
I did. You're totally right. I did do a master's. So what was your master's? Uh, we did a master of applied science and advanced nutrition practice. How I did that, I don't really know. I don't know how you did that either because I struggled with our nutrition degree, let alone going into the next step. You all were applying for the next step and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with all of you. <laughs> yeah, that's so fair. But yeah, did a master's um, in personal training, outdoor fitness. So how long out of doing your master's did you go into PT? I think... I worked for a month at the bagel shop before I was like, nah, I can't do this forever. <laughs> yeah. It's hospo. If anyone here has ever worked hospitality, you will understand that it is not your career path. It's definitely not your career path. Yeah. I do love the bagel shop. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Love you. Love all of you if anyone's listening to yeah. But yeah. And then I was like, nah, I want to do something else. I want to help people. And cool. Yeah. So it's that drive to help people that really pushes you through it. Yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. cool. And then how does social media come in? Because you do quite a bit on there. Sweat with Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so everyone's on social media like all the time. So my mentor and everyone's like, oh, we've got to got to get your social media up. You've got to get your following up. How is people going to find you and see you? And it's like, oh, okay. So originally we had a good plan at the start of the year. It was literally the first of, it was the first of 2023. We woke up. <laughs> yeah, we went to the gym. And it made me film all these things for me. And I was like, cool, this is us set for like so many months that like I'm all good to just keep posting. Now we're at the end of the month. <laughs> we were at the end of the month about a month ago. And yeah. I have been really struggling to post stuff every day. But then... It's really hard. I think the pressure of posting on social media really gets undermined. Like the actual the content creating the content editing the content captioning the content music mm -hmm. for the content it's it's like a long step process you actually have to sit down for about an hour and yeah. edit and people really um because you consume content so quickly people yeah. actually don't appreciate how much work goes into well some people don't appreciate how much work goes into it so i can definitely sympathize with the fact that when you run out of your filmed content it is a mission yeah. um and like that's we're going after this to go yeah. film some more, more content, content. <laughs> so look out for new content on there um but even then it helps having friends yes. like like right now we're creating content for my business mm. so it's we work as a team and i think you never get to anywhere like where you are now alone and like you said you yeah. have mentors and you have people that support you and so we're always learning from others and i think there'll even be people here who are listening to you going oh i want to be a pt or i want to study nutrition <laughs> so where you are would look massive to where they you know what i mean like when you put it that way yeah, yeah but like, you've studied so much studied for ages i kind of forget like that it happened because yeah. it happened during COVID, the masters. And yeah. So, I don't know, it's nothing else. To do. Well, you were at home. Yeah. What does a day look like in Sinead's life as a PT and a nutritionist? <sighs> okay. Day in my life. I do like to wake up at 4.30 if I start at 6, or I wake up at 4 if I start at 5. Um, I must have breakfast. And my clients know if I don't have breakfast because I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Must have breakfast first, get ready in the morning, sort my life out because I normally haven't done it the night before, make sure I've got everything for the day. So client at 5 or 6 a.m., sometimes at 7 a.m. or hopefully I get to go to CrossFit at 7. And then I, if I work at the bagel shop that day, bagel shop 8.15 to 3.30, back at the gym for clients in the afternoon so they can be maybe at 4 o'clock or depending on the day, like maybe 5.30. And then turning on the day, sometimes have dance in the evening after that. It really just depends on what's happening. So you've got a lot of things that are all dependent on other people's schedules. 
Yeah. Like, so <laughs> your PT will only happen if someone needs PT. Yeah. So you don't just turn up at the gym and wait kind of thing. So you're booked no. in. You're, you're booked in. So yeah. it's actually quite nice. You get like a schedule that you kind of get to follow yeah. and and you kind of get that awareness of my day's going to, the day before you'll know what your day's going to look like. But yeah. that's it. I don't know if I could do that. I, sh- oh, I yeah. follow such a <laughs> same thing every day kind of mm-hmm. thing. I need that. That like routine? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, it's like a love-hate with it really, to be honest. Like, because even though everyone's like, oh, you're a PT, you work your own hours. Like, no, you don't. You work around everyone else's hours. If they've got work at this time, you have to do PT either before they go to work or after they've been at work all day or in the lunch break, depending on, you know, some people get a long lunch break and stuff. So it's actually like, no, you don't. <laughs> and also you work another job. So you're not just a PT. You will go to work as a PT and then go to work as a barista and then come back to work as a PT. Yeah. And all in all in that time frame, what is it, 5 till 5? Sometimes 5 till 8 p.m. So 5 a.m. till 8 p.m. That's yeah. a long you know, day. You know, that way. Like, it's a long day. <laughs> but I think the thing is, if you get that passion and that excitement from helping people, mm. although you may not get that at your daytime job, you get that fulfillment at your evening and your morning work. And I think that's the same with running the business outside of my working hours. Yeah. I woke up at six to do this. Like, it's worth it. It's worth it. I love it. I'm passionate about it. And I think when you are passionate about something, it almost doesn't, like, yes, it's work nonetheless, but it doesn't feel as draining. I think I come yeah. out more fulfilled and more excited for the next step. Yeah. Than overwhelmed when I leave work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, so we kind of touched on it. Your mm. your schedule's a bit all over the place. So what yep. routines do you have that are your non-negotiables, things that, like you said, breakfast, things that oh. happen in your day that are your absolute non-negotiables, they have to happen for you to function? I have to wake up and have breakfast and coffee. So every morning I'll have a black coffee and breakfast can sometimes change, can be spicy, yep. but like must have a black coffee every morning to start the day. If I don't, then something is wrong like <laughs> you're sick or <laughs> yeah that we're done it's not like a daily routine but like i make sure i i have time for myself to train throughout my week so oh. i'll prioritize my strength training and my pt session with my pt yeah and then um everything kind of pops after that like crossfit comes after that and yeah. then other extra training comes after that so i have to have my time for that food is always a priority for me yeah, it's breakfast, and then after a couple of hours, I normally need a snack, or like if I've worked out, I have a smoothie straight after I've exercised, and then I'm the first person to lunch at the bagel shop, whether <laughs> I have um, been there for 10 minutes, or whether I've been there for two hours, yes. I am the first person to lunch, and then snack in the afternoon, yeah, I just honestly prioritise food, and like, I think that's it. It's really cool to hear, because I think a lot of the time, food's the thing that gets lost. And in yeah. a schedule so busy as yours, and obviously you're a nutritionist, and I mean, technically so am I, but I don't think yeah, I am you, sometimes. You um, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I, I don't just forget I did that degree. Um, but I think it's really cool because food is the thing that gets lost. I find when I get really busy, food is the first thing that goes out the door for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I complain to you about all of this, if anything, you are my yep. nutritionist. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I think it's really cool to hear it be a priority in someone's schedule who is so busy. Yes, I actually can't function without it. I don't actually know how people do. Like, do you hear food? stories where people go, I've only eaten a banana today? Yeah, or they're like, I forgot to eat today. And I'm like, you forgot? Yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, if I don't eat, 
my clients know I haven't eaten because I'm a real bitch. And they're mm. like, have you had breakfast today, Sinead? <laughs> Do you need to go and eat something? Yeah. And, like, I think people really forget that, like, food is your fuel. Yeah. Right? Like, our phones need electricity to work. We need to charge them at night. Our cars need fuel to get from A to B. Like, oh, they don't work. Humans are the same. We're literally the same thing. But our fuel is food. And people... It's like people just don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just a foreign concept for everyone. And that just baffles me every well, day. I actually see it all the time in my classroom. Oh, kids won't eat at school. They just... Like, we get provided free morning teas and free lunches as mm. ki- as kids. And I will always make a point of taking the morning tea. Yeah. So that um, I'm... Even if I don't like it, I'm modelling to eat the, eat the pear and eat the bag of chips or nuts or whatever we've been left. And I'm just... It's more a fact of they're seeing me eat... Because yeah. I think a lot of the time, kids don't actually get modelled healthy eating patterns. And sometimes, like, when I was really busy with the musical, like, it was flat out, I would make a point of, if I didn't get time to eat it interval, I would actually eat in the first 10 minutes of class. I would just say to them, I haven't eaten. Yeah. I have to eat something. And then I would say, if you want to eat, <laughs> you've, got a 10, you've got a 10-minute window to eat at your desk. And, like, no, we're not supposed to eat in our classrooms, we've been told. The kids aren't allowed to eat during don't class times. Well, it's not allowed as in loose terms. Um, but I like I I think I can't learn if I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So how can these children learn? But then I it actually blows my mind the amount of them that say I don't eat till dinner. And I just who's teaching them these sustainable routines and these sustainable habits? Like where does it come from? Yeah, it's it's a big thing and it's like real hard. Like so when people come to see me, they either. They want to lose weight, they want to gain muscle, or they want to be better at sports, or, you know, they, they have a goal they want to reach. Yeah. The main three reasons that people will come to a gym or go to a nutritionist is for those. And, like, a lot of them, like, have families and stuff, and what they don't realise is they're like, oh, no, no, I'll make my dinner, and then the family will eat this. And if you're sitting at the table growing up, mum's eating a completely different meal to everyone else, it's like, oh, what we're eating must be bad why am I eating it? And it sets that example of that the food on the table is not okay for mum to eat, so why should I eat it? Or I want to be like mum, or crazy thing. And there's only so much you can do at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, if someone's ready to take on something and listen to something and hear something, like, one of the first questions I ask someone when I see them is, oh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 is nothing, and 10 is this is the most important thing in my entire life right now. So with everything going on, how important is this changed you or how important is, you know, changing your eating or whatever their goal is that they've come That is such a good question. Yeah. Because you can say you want to do something, but if you, Mm. it's not a priority in your life, you are not going to make time for it. Yeah. And if it's anything, even a seven is pretty dusty, but if someone says a seven or a 10, I'm like, oh. It needs to be a nine or a 10, right? Like you have to be, you have to want to hundred percent commit to this. And it's really hard because you sit there and you're like, in all honesty, like if, you know, if it's a 7 out of 10 or a 6 out of 10, then you're just wasting your time here and we should just end this now. Because... Do you often find when people come to you for nutrition or PT, they're expecting you to be the magic, <laughs> the magic fix, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, rather than them having to put in the 90% of work and you giving them 10% advice, mm. they're expecting you to carry the 80 and yeah. they're only prepared to bring a 20. Yeah, that, like, that definitely, like, is what people think, I think. And I think people are scared because they think, they're going to come in and talk to me and I'm going to say, you can't have this, you can't have that, or they come in expecting me to give them a meal plan. But that's, like, not how I operate. So everyone's different. And for some people, that works for them. Like, they just need that. And that's cool. 
but I am a real teacher of habit and a teacher of a lifestyle. Yeah. So if you come to me and I'll be like, oh, okay, cool, and, you know, what do you normally eat in the day? I'll look at whatever, you, whatever you're eating yesterday, whatever you normally have, and I'll just think, okay, how can I make this better? Or what's How can worst... I add to you, right? Yeah, or what's the worst thing on here that I need to fix? Maybe worse is a bad word. But, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, and it's like, okay, do you think it's realistic that instead of having a can of Pepsi every day, we can have a can of Pepsi four days a week instead of seven? Yeah, switch it for a can of soda water yeah. or something so you still get that carbonation, right? Yeah. But still enjoying your life, simple pleasures, right? Yeah, I think it's not realistic. Well, that's when I used to end up in my binge eating cycles, as you know. Mm. Um, I would not let myself eat chocolate, and then I would end up binging a whole block of chocolate. And I'm like, I'm actually just a person who probably does need chocolate every couple of days to function yeah. and yeah. not get angry. Mm. And I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, Buy nice chocolate and have a nice couple of squares and enjoy it rather than sitting down and eating the whole block and hiding it from everyone that exists. Yeah. It's scary and it's hard because it's like way more common than people think it is yeah people don't like talking about it and i no. totally understand that like, and it's sense. really hard to sit down and especially i feel like i'm really comfortable with you mm. so i don't know if i could have sat down and told that to a stranger yeah you know what i mean i can yeah. now because i've done a lot of self-work to reflect on and build from that yeah but to in order to sit down with a stranger and say this is an issue i'm having and i don't know how to fix it it is actually really hard, and I think people's acknowledgement of how to ask for help, people need to learn how to ask for help. It almost needs to be taught in schools. When you're struggling, you need to ask for help because how do you get around it otherwise? And it's so funny, right? Because, like, I do, I remember this really vividly because I don't know why. I must have really hurt myself. <laughs> it was like chemistry class in school, and I just, I was real bad at school. I don't know how, I don't know how I made it through. Made it through, though. Um, and I remember just not understanding anything. And I remember asking the teacher for help. And then she was like, yeah, yeah, you want to come after school? I can give you a hand. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went in after school and she, I remember like being like showing her this, whatever the work was we were doing. And then she was just like, why haven't you done any of this? And it was just this whole, I didn't like her anyway. She was a, anyway, because when I asked my other teachers for help, they were really happy to help me. And they were, they made it a nice space for me to, like English, I wasn't very good at either, my English teacher would help, he was like, took his time and asked me questions that led me to the answer, rather yeah. than, well, why um, don't you know this? Yeah, and I remember being like, I think I stayed there for all of five minutes before I packed my shit and left yeah. and cried in the bathroom, someone definitely found me. Really and do you know what, stuff <laughs> like that is going to make you a better PT, because when someone comes to you and the nutritionist, because when someone comes to you and says, this is my current exercise regime, and there's next to nothing on the sheet of paper. You're not going to look at them and go, well, why aren't you exercising? No. Like, you're going to go, like... awesome, what barriers or what mental barriers do you have to this? And can we can we support you? What? Yeah. How can I help you get you to the gym once a week? Yeah. And then start start small, you know, not overwhelming them. Well, that's it. It's that realistic change. Mm. Like this um, morning, I had one of my clients say that they were going to go for um, weight loss surgery. Okay. And I was like... Why are you doing that? No. Yeah. <laughs> We're quite good friends, though, so it was all right. Um, but then we talked about it, and I was like, you don't need to do that. No. You have me. And if you just give me till the end of the year with you and you commit to me, we don't need to do that. Yeah. You'll be fine. And it's that support, right? Yeah, and the accountability. Having someone there to be like, you know, X, Y, and Z, or why are you doing this? And Let's check in. 
Yeah. Yeah, someone that challenges your way of thinking, I think, because you can get so stuck in your own head yeah. a lot of the time. I oh, am, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> what new habits do you want to build? Are there any new ones that you have? I'm asking this because I'm trying to normalize the fact in this podcast that we're all human and that no matter how perfect it looks online, we <laughs> all have things we're working on. So what are new habits that you want to build? I definitely don't sleep. So I'm a good sleeper though. Like you put me in a bed, good night. I'm gone in like I'd say all of one minute. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. But I'm a real, like I said, up at four thirty or four, yep. which I'm happy to be up for. But oh, like when we had dance as well, I wouldn't get home from. We didn't finish till ten, and then we. Oh, it was alright. It's only on Tuesday, but like I would spend extra hours out because I'm a, I'm a very slow learner at dance. I love it, but I'm the slowest learner you ever did meet. <laughs> I'd spend hours outside of, you know, rehearsal time. Yeah, you got to put your own work into it. Well, yeah, otherwise, why am I even on the team? Yeah. Um, but I would just come home so tired, and then, you know, you need wind-down time because you've gone and you've done all these things or you've had a really good time. Yeah. And then you're trying to wind down, and then you wind down, and then sometimes I scroll a little too long on my phone. It happens. Yeah. Or happens I to the best of us. too long, which is yeah. so bad. Don't need to do that either. Yeah. Um, but I would like to prioritise my sleep because I think I get four to five hours yeah that's not a lot no and we'll get more on like a saturday oh it depends if we go to town but yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. know like it's one thing that i don't do and i think my training has been real stumped this last eight week cycle because i haven't recovered so yeah. it's not that i overtrain it's, it's that, that you're under recover yeah exactly interesting and people don't think about that no but... i didn't even think about that because when you said your early mornings and then your late nights i was like i didn't even sleep didn't cross my mind yeah. whereas i'm an absolute nana and sleep is like 95 <laughs> percent of my day i go to bed at 8 30 and wake up at five but like if i didn't do that i actually couldn't function the way i do yeah 100%. yeah wow that's yeah. awesome so i want to recover and sleep so that i can get more gains and i yay. can be huge <laughs> yeah 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 so what's your favorite thing about being a pt or nutritionist what's your highlight my highlight is when i like see people succeed like there's like a few times it happened but like one time i don't even see this client that much like i literally give him a program and then he just does this program and i don't see him for like six eight weeks whatever and then he'll be like i'm ready for a new program <laughs> okay and then he can't we were doing his new program and then he just hands me this 15 kg plate and says that's how much weight i've lost oh and i just was like i'm so proud of you yeah i just was like oh my god and that's so special yeah and we were Oh, I was doing something with a client and they had said how much oh we're doing some marathon training for a few of them and one of them was like I couldn't have got here without you and I was just like I mean you could have but like yeah. <laughs> but you unlock something in people you unlock a part of determination and strength that they didn't know they had you know what like, I mean and that's know, so special and it's just like the joy on someone's face or like one of my clients hit like a really good squat the other day and like after it she just turns around and was like I did it. The pure excitement yeah. and the joy, and I'm like, oh, I, I live for it. Like yeah. it's just seeing people so happy and seeing that they can accomplish something, is just. And that so makes cool. your big days so worth it, right? Oh yeah, and then that's all I can think about. Yeah, and it's... you just you forget about the rest. That's just so exciting. Yeah, how special. I love it. Love it. What advice would you give to support someone in either building fitness or building their nutrition? I think the biggest question is your why. Mm. So you need to sit down by yourself or with someone if that, you know, if that works better for you. But it's like, 
oh, okay, you know, people keep going, like, yeah, hot summer bod or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Why? Why do you want one? Mm. Do you want one for you? Do you want one so someone else will notice you? Like, why do you want to do that? Mm. And then, like, really diving deep, and I think people fail to do that, is they think they want something because someone else has it. And then it's like, okay, cool. If you have that, will it change anything in your life? Will it change the way people view you? You know? And it's, yeah. Doing it for you. If you want to do something for you, yeah. That's then, awesome. Then it's there. But if you're, if you're not in, if you're that 7 out of 10 or anything lower, nah. It's, cool. it's not there yet. And it might be there one day. How would you help them get to it? I said, come have a yarn. Yeah. Come talk to me. So where can they find you? <laughs> Sweet with Sinead. No. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll link her bio in the show notes so you can find her. But um, sometimes it's just having someone ask that question and being able to be a little bit vulnerable with why you actually want to do something. Yeah. And it's like, like I think the reason I train and why I want to be strong is because I want people to look at me and think, Wow, she's really strong and she's really fit. Mm. And I want to look like that. Like, I want to look that confident. Yeah, that's really cool. Not like, yeah, you're not like... It's interesting because then I think about my why. My why is definitely because I don't want to hate myself. And I've spent so many years hating the way I look or the way I feel. And when I exercise, that disappears. Right? Yeah, and that's that's the main reason I exercise. And the main reason when I find consistency, I feel so good because... I feel strong it, yeah. and it's just that it's an emotional connection for me more than anything right and yeah I think that's it and it's like people are like no I really want to do this I'm like okay cool well you need to get 10,000 steps every day and for some people they're like I can't or like I'm like, oh why didn't you do it and there's not an excuse anymore they're running out of excuses yeah or they just like do the little shout like <laughs> and I'm like that's hilarious and all but if you really want to be where you told me you wanted to be and you're really as motivated as you were when we chatted two weeks ago, mm. why have you not hit these steps every day? Yeah. You stand up and you go outside and you go for a walk. Well, you can't just write it on a piece of paper. You right. actually have to put in the work. Or you can walk around the house. Just cold outside. Up mm-hmm. and down the stairs. Up and down the stairs. Sometimes I'll make my kids in class go for a walk because I'm like, oh, we've walked in now. Let's go outside. And we all go for a walk to touch something and then we come back. Because I'm like, just, you need, and I think that's something, even in a classroom, I feel so lucky that I get to do that. I'm in charge of my day and I can go, oh, guys, I'm getting over sitting here. Let's go do something else. And I think even employers need to be really self-aware that humans actually can't concentrate for longer than 45 minutes. Yeah. We do not have a longer than children have a fifteen minute window and adults have a forty five minute window of concentration at a maximum. Some people range from thirty to forty five. So you actually should go in stints. You should be on for forty five, off for fifteen. Yeah. Exactly. And you'll have a way more productive day and you'll get more out of it and you'll be closer to reaching your goals. Yeah. But it's easier said than done. It is always it? easier said than done. Yeah. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sinead. It's no been a pleasure. Worries. It's been so good. Thanks for having me. Yay. Sweet with Sinead. Follow her. Thank you for listening to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. If you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.